We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Morning Grind Baseball Edition. Yes, baseball is back, and I'm not Stevie TBFL. He is out for the week, but he'll be back next week. So I'm Grant Deaver. I'm joined one of the best of the business, Blender HD. How you doing over there, buddy? Good. You're sounding you're sounding pretty pretty good for for having COVID. Yeah. Well, the fever finally broke today. I I was I was miserable earlier today, and then finally broke and. I don't. I, I will not say I feel like 100, percent but I definitely don't feel nearly as bad. It, it was it was some of the roughest three days of my life. But you know what? There's money to be made. It's baseball. I couldn't hold myself off too long. I think the fever knew I had to throw some money down and some pitcher props tomorrow. Well, we got two five game slates tomorrow, so it's the, kind of weird to, uh, opening the season and we're getting kind of these smaller slates. But uh, just. Two slates for me to to lose all my money like I did tonight, I think. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I saved myself and wasn't able to get out of bed. So didn't even play. First opening day, I haven't played minimum like 5K. And I I don't know if that was a good or bad decision. But guessing with my state of mind, it would have gone very poorly. But yeah, we got two separate five-game slates. We got an early one and a late one. We're going to go through both. We start off with the first one, first game of the slate. We got Boston going up against New York. Eight team or eight over under in this game. Yankees minus 175 total. 
Garrett Cole going up against Eovaldi. Let's start off with Eovaldi. Any interest in him going up against the Yankees? Uh, probably, probably not. I mean, this, I mean, the, th- the thing about in the beginning of the season is that like, I'm not all that enthralled about paying up necessarily for pitching all the time. Cause these, I mean, Evaldi's these... sitting at 7.4 K. No, no. Well, I'm talking about in general, uh, that, uh, like the, the pitching scoring should be a little bit more narrow cause they're not all stretched out. And also the, 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 the weather, as far as it's cold in a lot of places. So we'll see on this slate. I think in the early games, I think it's, I mean, we got basically, basically typically Tampa Bay is like, oh, it's, uh, it's, you know, kind of a pitcher's park or whatever. It may actually be the warmest there because all these other games are 59, 45, 58, 39 in Chicago. Uh, so, you know, I don't mind playing the, the pitchers from some of these cold weather games, uh, but I think the Yankees may be, may be a bit popular. Uh, taking a look at the Yankees lineup. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not an Eovaldi person to begin with. I think, I think I'm much more likely to, to, to spend a pitcher. I'd rather play Cole on the other side of the game if I want to play anyone in this game. But I mean, the Yankees do have a lineup that strikes out uh, a fair, uh, fair bit. Uh, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, Ivaldi, if he gives up power, he can give up four home runs this game. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's mostly the price tag that interests me here. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the wind looks like over the Cubs game. But as of right now, I think Ivaldi's probably my favorite. Well, there is a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. Yes, he can get absolutely blown up. But sitting at 7.4K, not really going to find another decent pitcher at that price tag. So I think even in a tough matchup, there's a lot of tough matchups today. I like Ivaldi. Uh, I'm not in love with him, but again, over on the other side, Garrett Cole sitting at 9.8K. Yes, that's a price tag. I'd happily pay most of the time, but short spring training. I don't think he's fully stretched out. They're not going to intentionally try and pitch him 130 pitches. Like they'll keep him on a fairly strict pitch count, would be my guess, this early on in the season. So 9.8K going up against the Red Sox, pretty solid overall hitting lineup. I don't think that's a spot where I really want to mess around with him. I'm more interested in Evaldi on the other side. Do you have any interest in Cole? Yeah, a strikeout potential. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, one of the highest strikeout rates on the slate uh, facing a, a Red Sox lineup that, I mean, yeah, they added Trevor Story, but am I that scared of him? I mean, his, his stats are a little bit inflated from coming from cores. So as long as he gets around like Devers, Bogarts, Martinez, I mean, the Red Sox have what, a 3.6 implied run total, which is pr- fairly low for most Red Sox totals. Uh, I mean, DraftKings... Unless you're paying high for for a stat, I don't think you're gonna have a problem fitting in a 9800. I'm not. I don't think now there may be okay. I prefer one pitcher over Cole on this slate. Yep. But I have no problem. I have no problem playing playing him whatsoever. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I'm never gonna argue with that. I just yeah, I think we're on the same pitcher that we'll get to soon enough. Uh, what about? Yankees bats. You got any interest in them going up against Evaldi? All of them are priced up a decent amount, but the Yankees it seems worth it. I mean, you got Stanton, Judge, Donaldson. Donaldson's five point seven K, which seems silly to me, but I guess in the stack lineup, they can put up runs in a hurry. I mean, to me, it's just going to be hard to fit them in a full stack here on this slate. But there's not really a ton of great hitting spots. I still think Evaldi's a good pitcher. I'm probably staying away from the Yankees just because of their price tag. I think as a full stack, I'm not sure I could get to them. 
But one-off wise, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, Judge Stanton, Rizzo, Gall- I mean, Gallo's 4,400. Rizzo's 4,800. Right. I mean, I, I, I can see, I mean, am I going to play Kiner Falefa at 4,200? Probably not. Uh, I, I could see one-offs. I, I don't see, I don't see a way that I necessarily get to a, an expensive stack on the slate. So most likely, most likely they, yeah, the Yankees are most likely going to be one-offs. Yeah. These Donaldson 5,700. Yeah. The, this stack is going to be way too expensive. So although I may not play Ivaldi, I don't know if I'm going to be playing Yankee stacks. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing over on the Boston side, too. I mean, Devers sitting at 6,100. Story, Martinez, Bogarts, uh, Hernandez, all over 5K. I mean, you can play Dahlbeck, you can play Verdugo, you can play Vasquez, but do you want to play them? I don't think so. Like, going up against Cole, I, I have no interest in the Red Sox at all going up against Yeah, Cole. these these prices are not going against a, a good pitcher pricing. And this is this is going against the fourth starter type of pricing, yeah, it's quite possible I have no no red side. How do you pay sixty one hundred for Devers, or even fifty three hundred for JD Martinez in Yankee Stadium? Bogarts shortstop, weaker position. Okay, maybe, but yeah, yeah. I I mean, boss, it's gonna be it's gonna be low owned. Hey, if you want to stack against Cole? Surely be all owned. But if I'm gonna pay these prices, why don't I just pay for the Yankees? Yeah, yeah, that's probably full of fame. Let's move on to the next game. Here we got. Chicago going up against Detroit. Giolito versus Erod. Seven <coughs> eight uh, over under in this game here. Let's start off with Giolito going up against this not great Tigers team, sitting at eight point four k. Even though he's not going to be fully stretched out, I mean, and they did add Meadows, so they did add Baez. They're still not a great lineup. There's still a lot of strikeouts, especially with the addition of Baez. I think Giolito is definitely a serviceable pitcher in the spot at that price tag. Yeah, I, I consider uh, a Geo to be my second, if I want to call it second favorite pitcher on the slate. Uh, yeah, I for the price, I think I'd rather play Giolito uh, for fourteen hundred less against the this Tigers lineup than Cole against the Red Sox lineup. Uh, especially if I'm going to pay up for a couple of bats. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I don't want to put myself. I mean, Giolito he could get rocked in some games. So like I still have some interest in some type of uh, uh, vomit Detroit stack. Uh, if I could fit that in. Yeah. I don't mind that. What about Erod over on the other side? I mean, he's decently cheap at 7,100, obviously a guy that has drastically done worse than his ex fit in the past. I mean, the white Sox are a tough team, but it is going to be 45 degrees over in Detroit. Pretty pitcher friend to the ballpark. If I remember correctly. Like Erod at seventy one hundred is still pretty interesting. Pretty interesting, but I mean this White Sox lineup. I mean the White Sox are going to be a good team this year. Uh, Pollock, Robert, Abreu, Grandal, Jimenez. I mean the bottom of the lineup is nothing to you know. I mean Josh Harrison is serviceable. Vaughn is serviceable. They've gotten rid of some of the, some of the strikeouts in the White Sox lineup. Erod is one of those types of pitchers where if he's low owned. I'll take a shot on him. And then you have to just basically get the Mylanta uh, because Erod, like <laughs> no matter what, he never gets out of, out of past the fifth inning. Like, like it yeah. just like it, it no matter, even if he gives up two hits, seven strikeouts, and he's still at 105 pitches. In he's the a fifth nibbler. Inning. The cheese said it best. He's a nibbler. Like he's going to have eight to 10 pitch out play appearances all throughout the game. And he's just not going to go far. 
But it, it concerns me that the first start of the season, a pitcher that typically doesn't go that far is going to go even less. I mean, if he's if, he, if they're going to pull him at 90 pitches, I mean, I don't even know if he gets the win bonus at 90. I don't even know if he lasts past the fourth inning the way that he pitches, even if he's pitching well. So, like, at 7,100, he's he's there. But I think I'm, I'm more likely to play White Sox bats than play Erod. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about White Sox bats. I mean, I'm in for a full stack. I mean, Luis Robert is a little bit spendy at 5.9K, but Abreu with platoon split, I know Erod's a little bit splits neutral. But at 4,800, Grandal, 4,700, Pollock, probably priced right at 4,500. Eloy is way too cheap at 4K. Like, even though the weather's not great, the weather's not great in most of these games. You have to find some place to get some hitting. I think that the White Sox stack is definitely a little interesting if you don't include Robert. If you have the money for Robert, throw him in there. But he's the clear mispricing to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for 5,900, I'd rather play one of the Yankees uh, against Eovaldi. But a little mini... You know, Eloy, Grandal, Abreu type of thing. Like yeah. I could, I could see, I could see doing that. I, I'm not sure about a five man stack. I mean, I'm I'm looking, I'm looking for a little bit cheaper stuff on this slate when we get to it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, they have a four point three implied run total, so it's not it's not really that high. But there's no high run total. I mean, I mean, the highest run total on this on the slate is four point seven. So the difference between four point three and four point seven is not not dramatic we don't have five plus six plus run totals we'll be getting those in june and july uh so like i'm not screaming to to stack i like these expensive stacks it's going to take a lot for them to pay off so i'm 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 more inclined to three man one off type of stuff and and find find cheaper stacks that hopefully you know get me five or six runs I just don't, I just don't, there may not be a team on this, this whole slate that scores more than seven runs. So uh, five man stacks may not be as important. Yeah. Yeah. And then over on the other side, Detroit, like talked about being a Bobbitt stack is not priced like one. Candelario 5k, Meadows 5k, Grossman 4.7k, Baez 4.7k. I don't know if I could do that going up against Giolito. I mean, you, if you, if you put, if you put in like uh, Akil Badu, if he leads off, that's doable. Like, I mean, it's doable, but yes, it's the Tigers aren't like the traditional vomit stack. Like, like forty seven hundred for Grossman. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So may, maybe like Badu, Baez at shortstop, Miggy at forty three hundred. We were playing Miggy at three K like every day last year. Yeah. Like I don't know how we pay forty three hundred. So yeah, the Tigers are going to be low owned. So I think Giolito is going to get a lot of ownership, and these prices. Why? I mean, yeah, I mean, really, just why? Scope, Badu, Haas, if he's in the lineup, uh, Baez, those those would be the guys I would go with, but everyone else is <coughs> very much unplayable at this point. Let's move on to the next game here. We got Milwaukee going up against Chicago. We got Woodruff going up against Steele. Uh, no total out. The wind might be blowing in. It's going to be 39 degrees. Let's start off with Woodruff. He's your favorite pitcher on the slate, I'm guessing. No, actually, he's not. But he's he's up there. I'd say he's my third favorite pitcher, only because he's 9,500. Like I said before, especially the Brewers. The Brewers are more likely to go to the pen than any other team in in baseball, at least last year. Uh, I don't think price matters on the slate for pitchers. Like, I think the Geo is 8,400. Pitch count-wise, I think it'll be just as fine as Woodruff. So, like, yes, 
The Cubs suck. It's going to be 39 degrees. Possible wind blowing in. Yes, best pitching environment. But it's also going to be owned. And although I'm, I'm not looking to play the Cubs or anything, but it's quite possible Woodruff only pitches five innings and gets five strikeouts, gives up one run, you know, like a pedestrian type of outing, gets 18 points or something. Is that something that I need to jam into my lineups? No, but I don't, I don't think any pitcher I need to jam in on the slate. Woodruff just happens to be like like the, th- the third the third pitcher on, 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 the, on, on the rankings if I were to rank them. Well, I'm excited to see who number one is. What about Justin Steele over on the other side? No, he's not great, but perfect pitching weather. And he's 5.2K. That's that you've, you've sold. You've that's, that's those are the only selling points. Yeah, that's, that's it. That, there's no other reason to play him other than he's 5.2K in the best pitching weather probably possible. Right. And that's, I mean, that's it. I mean, you're just, you're hoping to get 12 points or something. And if you do, you're done. And that's it. Yep. Uh, I'm not playing eight bats from this game, are you? Christian Yelich is 3,700. <laughs> yeah, lefty, lefty, but. He's Christian Yelich. May, maybe he'll finally be Christian Yelich again. Yeah. I got to have, in, Grant, I got to have interest in these prices. McCutcheon, 4,300. Right. Renfro, 4,600. Let's take a look at this stuff. Colton I mean, Long, Willie Adam. I mean, this is not a bad lineup. No, it's not, but it's 39 degrees and the wind is, I give the wind's not blowing it. That's a different scenario, but 39 degrees wind blowing it. That's just tough. People are going to avoid it. So I get less ownership. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyone on the Cubs or they're actually, they're all like, they're all expensive. It's ridiculous. Let's say what, why, why are they this expense? What, what, I mean, Contreras at thirty six hundred is decent watt off, but right. But why is why is Frank Swind- Swindell fifty four hundred? I don't know. There's clearly something wrong with the algorithm right now. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, let's move on to the next game. Here we got Oakland going up against Philly. We have an eight total here. Uh, it is Montas going up against Nola. Montas seventy eight hundred going up against Philly. Fifty eight degrees. Any interest in him? I mean, he's an okay pitcher. I mean, I, I think I have more interest in Philly bats than I do uh, Montes, but I mean, he's there, right? But I mean, I, is he going to pitch more than on? I mean, like with all these pitchers, like I, I'm much more, much more comfortable playing a Cole or a Giolito, Woodruff to some extent. Montes, they, I mean, they typically don't stretch him even normally. I can see Montes only pitching 70 pitches. So, I mean, if you get a cap the ceiling there, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd rather play Erod, who will who'll pitch 70 pitchers in two innings. Yeah, yeah. What, is Noel your favorite pitcher? Yep, he is. <laughs> All right, there it is. There it is. Yeah, 3.5 implied run total against him. A's lineup is nothing, nothing. No, I mean, it is not. This A's lineup is horrific. It is one of the worst I've ever seen. This this projected lineup: Tony Kemp, Stephen Vogt, Sean Murphy, Seth hey, Brown. Hey, Stephen Vogt, it's from my alma mater. So, <laughs> yeah, but he should be batting second. No, he should not. <laughs> right? But we have Jed Lowry, Elvis Andrews, Kevin Smith. I mean, this is Seth Brown is your cleanup hitter. Yeah, this is this is hot garbage here. Right. Yeah. So that's why, like, give me Aaron Nola. Give me Aaron Nola, which. 
you know, he, he's an experienced pitcher. Most likely, you know, they'll let him pitch 100 pitches, right? I mean, to give it to me. I mean, he's 9,000. It's the lowest. He's going against the second lowest implied run total on the slate. Uh, yeah, this Oakland lineup sucks. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. So I'm guessing you have no interest in an Oakland stack. Yeah, that they're cheap. And that's a, that's about all I could say. That's all I could say about that. They, you could get anyone you want. I mean, Biscotti is 2,600. They're cheap. And they, they probably are priced too high considering the matchup. <laughs> yeah, maybe they are. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm into vomit stacks, but I think I'd much, I'd much rather play Nola, especially with the pitching uh, ownership probably spread out. Right. I don't think like if this was any other slate, I think Nola would be the most popular pitcher on the slate. But I mean, we have Cole, we have Giolito, we have got Woodruff. Uh, I don't think Nola's going to be like absurdly owned where like I want to play Oakland bats as leverage. Yeah. Over on the other side, Philly, this lineup is just stacked. Like they're expensive, but honestly, probably right up there with the Yankees, like Harper, Castellanos, Schwarber, Hoskins, Real Moto, like not cheap stack, but if you could throw in Schwindel and you could make it work. Not yeah, all steal. Right. That's like kind of the only way you make it work. Yeah, this is an experience. I think I, I I think I'd rather play the Yankees against Ivaldi than against Montes. I don't know. It, I'll have to it depends on the ownership. I think between the Phillies and the Yankees, I'll, pl- I'll I'd play as an expensive stack, whichever one is lower owned. Yep. And I'm go- I'm gonna if I had to guess. I think the Yankees will be higher. Yeah, that'd be my guess too. I think I prefer the Phillies. So for the last game of the early slate, we got Baltimore going up against Tampa Bay. Meads going up against McClanahan. Uh, we'll start off with Meads. I mean, the the Rays always seem to somehow do well, no matter what. And I mean, I don't know. Like Meads always shows a little bit of upside. 6.1K. I mean, I'm not against it. I don't think I'm for it but i'm not against it i mean if you need a cheap pitcher i mean he's there i think i have more interest in raised bats than playing john means yeah mcclain and over on the other side i mean normally we don't want to play him because limited pitch count almost every single time not going to be anything different here but he's solid going up against a not great baltimore lineup 6.6k i'm more interested in him than in means i mean he can get it done in four innings on this type of a slate He's got great game stuff. He could, he could, he could do some work here. So I, I, I think there's worse plays than McClay ahead at six point six k. I agree with you. Sixty six hundred doesn't have to get you know all that much. I'm still you know always hesitant about a pitcher that may not even be eligible for the win, right? Yeah. If he pitches, you know, I, it just it, it that four points. I mean, really, it it, it matters. Uh, but for 6,600, if you, if you need, I, I think I'd much rather play one of these two pitchers than play steel against the Brewers, uh, especially with the Brewers pricing on their bats lower. Like I, and I think that people are going to avoid a 39 degree game. Uh, it's kind of weird to say that the dome in, in, in Tampa is the warmest what, game of the slate. One of the best hitting environments. Yeah. Right. The best hitting, right. The best hitting environment is in Tampa Bay. And uh, and and the the, the Orioles are still uh, are, are they overpriced? I mean, some of these. I mean, it depends I, on how they. Man, CD's too cheap at thirty one hundred. He, he's the oh guy yeah. Okay, okay. I I started I started with the top. I started with uh, 
with uh, Cedric Mullins being 5,500. Yeah, I think you'd go Mullins. I think you'd go Hayes, Mountcastle, uh, Santander potentially, and Mancini or DJ Stewart if he gets the start. Like, I'm fine with the Orioles mini stack with Mancini being the main part, but I don't love it. It's just a cheap stack with Mancini in there that I think you do. I mean, the clay hand's not the type of pitcher to really give up a ton of runs. It's not a high implied team total, but. I think you get it done with Man City just for the price tags. Yeah, I mean, I to me, I view this as the as the as the vomit stack of of the day. I mean, other than other than Mullins, originally I was like, okay, I I didn't see the Mancini price, but I knew Santander was cheap. So I, I but I mean, I mean, Mull, I'm fifty five hundred. I mean, it's good. The, the pricing to start the season has been, you know, weird. You play Mullins with Schwindel and just overpay for everyone. Uh, on on the Tampa Bay side, I I I I think they're going to do well. It's just a matter of pricing, and and I think I think they're kind of overpriced. I mean, it really depends on their lineup. They could switch guys around a lot, but uh, let's see. Uh, like I'm fine Morgan. with some home run chasing with Rosaria, Franco, or Zunito. Right. You got. I mean, you got like. I, I mean, I like guys like Margot. He bats like third. Brandon Lowe. Right. It just. Eh. The bottom of the lineup, not all that great. It's just it's just like their their main pieces, like a Rosarina and Franco. It's like they're 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 pretty much overpriced. Yeah, let's move on to the afternoon game. So I go to bed. Uh, first game on the slate: Mets going up against the Nationals. Scherzer versus Josiah Gray. Nine team to- or nine over under in this spot here. Start off with Max Scherzer. I mean, it's ten point two k. This guy that we rely on going late to the game. Washington has a four implied team total. I mean, I've never got to argue with Max Scherzer. Do I want to play him in this spot? I don't. I don't think so. Is is it a revenge game? I guess so. Yeah. I don't, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm just. I just want to. I always want to point it out because people say you missed the you missed the revenge. I mean, in, 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 in the revenge game narrative context, like Max Scherzer is a psychopath that. I could actually see it being applicable. Like, never back mess with Max Scherzer. I would never want to mess with that guy. That guy is just wild. From a game environment perspective, I mean, this is going to be one of the colder games uh, of the slate. So, like, like I, I mean, I'll say it like I did before. I'm not a big fan of paying up that much at pitching when I can't guarantee that. Is anyone going to pitch seven innings? I mean, like, what what are the ceilings of these guys? But Max Scherzer's like, like he's the he's the one that I could see a ceiling game. But also, but he's priced at 10-2. It's not like he's 11 8. Like on and if this was June, Scherzer would be 12,000 here. So like at least the pricing kind of reflects that a lot of these pitchers are not gonna go six plus innings or anything. So I'm not against it. Uh but it really depends on how you fit around the rest of your lineups because I'm not a big fan of the cheap pitching on the slate either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Josiah Gray on the other side? I mean, big run total against him. He's obviously shown some decent glimpses before. Has us some upside. I don't hate it, seventy six hundred. I mean, this is not a great, great slate for pitching, but I think Josiah Gray's in the mix. I know. I think I'd rather play Mets bats against him than play Josiah Gray. I probably would too. But I mean, as a GPP flyer at seven six, I I don't hate it. But yeah, the Mets bats like. That's going to be solid this year. I mean, they got a solid little lineup here. 
I don't, I don't hate a Mets stack at this spot. I mean, they're not terribly cheap, but, and again, I think the, the clear and obvious stacks are going to be in the California games that are just like, it's cold everywhere in the U S right now, except for Southern California. It's super hot down there. 86 and 90 degrees in LA and San Diego respectively. We'll get to that later, but yeah, Mets bats. If they're going to be low owned, I could, I could see doing a bet stack here. Yeah, but I still see Lindor being popular at shortstop. If they keep JD Davis, his price is thirty one hundred. Like yeah. you, you could fit, you could fit this stack in. And understand, even though it's fifty eight degrees, the Mets have the highest implied run total on the entire slate at five point three. Yeah, Sorry. which is wild. Wild. Right. I mean, Josiah so, like, Gray he, can get pretty wild though. Pigeon. Yeah. What about over the other side? Nationals going up against Scherzer. I, I, they're all expensive. I, I have no desire to do that. Why is LCD's exit bar 5,000? I have no idea. Like, why are any of these guys 5,000 going up against Scherzer? Like, I think Cruz was 4K yesterday, and now he's 5K versus Scherzer. But LCD's Escobar? <laughs> yeah, no, that's silly. That's, I mean, that's worse than the Schwindel price. Yeah, the eighth hit, the eighth hitter, uh, the eighth hitter that has barely any power. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. play him. Absolutely ridiculous. Let's move on to the Texas-Toronto game. We got John Gray going up against Barrios. Start off with John Gray. I mean, new environment. Probably not a great place to start going up against Toronto. Uh, <laughs> he is 5.4K. I think he's worth a dart. Uh, I, I will avoid him like the plague. <laughs> no, no. John Gray, no. Eh, sorry. At Toronto, I mean, it, yes, it's not cores, right? It's not it's not, uh, you know, it's not the ultimate hitting environment, but uh, it's the Blue Jays lineup. And I don't, why? Why on this slate? Because he's 5.2K. Well, the same reason, for, at least steel on the on the other slate. It's like, okay, it's in 39 degrees and wind blowing in or whatever. But I mean, here it's going to be 46 degrees and the wind blowing out. It, is it going to be that cold in Toronto? I guess. I assume so. they'll have the dome closed. Yeah, they'll have the dome closed, so I don't have to worry. Yeah, so no, still, yes, he, the only selling point for him is that he's cheap. If he gets lucky and gets 10, 12 points, good luck to you. That That's the only selling point to playing him. Other than that, avoid. Yeah, what about uh, Barrios over on the other side? I mean, Texas's lineup has got a lot better, a lot better. Well, I, but it can only go up. I mean, their lineup was awful. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, their, their lineup was worse than the – a's are this year but yeah that's that's saying a lot right but they got they got Semyon, seager garver cole calhoun i mean they got they got a, they got a lineup they got a lineup there uh I'm not calhoun, 3200 by the way i'm uh, barrios i'm i'm usually i'm usually not a barrios person usually barrios doesn't project as well unless he's playing really bad teams so at 8,900, he's playable, I guess, but he, he will not be my top choice. Yeah. All right. What about the Texas Bats? Well, let me take a look. We're looking this the night before, so I got to look at pricing. Uh, let's see. Let's see who we got here. I mean, they're exp- I mean, they're expensive to a point. Is there anyone that's that? Cole Calhoun, yeah, 3,200. Cole Calhoun, Garver. Why is Yanni Hernandez? 4.7k. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I, I think this is more of a one-off team. I, I, Barrios is, is the type of pitcher where I don't play that often, but I don't necessarily stack against him. Yeah. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I go Garver, I go Marcus Semien in revenge game. Got to say it. I'm sorry. I'm not saying yeah. that the, anything's going to happen, but just so people don't DM me and say you didn't mention it. Yeah, uh, Toronto side. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been to stack up Toronto every, every every day, every day, no matter what. It's expensive. It's not cheap. Yeah, but well, Chapman's pretty cheap. cheap at four point three k. Right, they're cheap pieces. You know, Alejandro Kirk, if he's in the lineup, I mean, we have him uh, projected, what, if he bats fifth? I mean, you could Guriel. I mean, some of the, the bottom of the order is cheap enough. You could fit these guys in, even yeah. with, with some good pitching. But, I mean, you're probably not going to be able to do, like, Bobachette, Guerrero, Springer, Hernandez. You're probably you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that. Well, you can play uh, John Gray on the other side. Well, that's what you have to do. You're going to have to hope that John Gray has uh, five innings, uh, clean baseball, and then the Blue Jays that make 15 runs uh, out of the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We're on to the next game. we got Cincinnati going up against Atlanta. Um, San Martin, I don't even know if I pronounced that name right. I can't. I barely remember this guy from last year. Going up against Morton. Did I say his name right? Yeah, I think right. so. Reaver San Martin? Yeah. Yeah, so any interest in San Martin going up against Atlanta with a five implied run total? Not, a, not a chance. Not a chance. What's his What's his best selling point? Is that he, he's not even cheap? So no, he, he did. He had two good outings last year, and can't remember if it was the playoffs or into the. I think it was at the end of the into the regular season. But yeah, yeah, no reason to do that. More on the other side, a little bit more interesting. I mean, obviously, Cincinnati not the same lineup they were last year. They've got all sorts of different pieces. Um, any interest in Morton at 8.4K? That guy just keeps pitching. That guy's getting he's, old. He's a good pitcher. I think he's the top pitcher on the slate. I wouldn't be surprised if Morton outscored Scherzer. Yeah, either would I. And, I mean, he's a guy that doesn't have to get it done. He's never gotten it done with a ton of pitches. And he was up over 9K last year, and he was still only pitching, like, under 90 pitches anyways. So it doesn't have to get too stretched out. If he pitches 85 pitches, he could still get it done here. I mean, Cincinnati's not a good lineup right now. There's a decent amount of strikeouts in here. Uh, he's a little bit reverse splits, and they're going to be rolling out some lefties in this spot here because that's what they have to do. So, I, yeah, I think Lord's a pretty solid option. Yeah, so I'm not going to be playing Cincinnati bats, but on the, the Braves side, I still think is a little bit overpriced. I don't, I don't think, I mean, without Freddie Freeman, without Ronald Acuna, there's not necessarily the the best Braves lineup that you could get. You have bad also instead of Freeman. I'll take that as a wash. Yeah, but he's fifty five hundred. It's not like you're not getting discounts here. Uh, if the we may get like if Orlando Arcia uh, leads off, he's twenty five hundred, eligible at second shortstop. I'm not saying he's a good play, but I mean that could be. You know, if you're playing cash games or something, there's a value there, and you can make stacks happen that way. Uh, I'll probably play some Braves, but and I, I, I'm I'm more I'm more interested in the bats in the in the California games. Yeah, let's move on to it. We got Houston going up against the Angels. Ten total here. Detmer going up against Odorizzi. Big big pitching names there. Uh, we're not playing these pitchers, right? Just no go. Uh, well, you can take a shot on Odorizzi. If you're going to take a shot on a cheap pitcher, maybe Odorizzi. Maybe. Uh, 
I mean, you can. I would. Not I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm grasping. I mean, that's that's. <laughs> it's just that they're like paying seventy eight hundred for San Martin. No, playing like seventy six hundred for Gray. No, like if I want to pay cheap, so maybe J- it, it's either him or John Gray. So maybe John Gray is a little bit better against the the Blue Jays. But yeah, I don't like any of the cheap pitching on the slate anyway. But but yeah, I, I you always have to mention it. Yeah, Odorizzi, Price. That's that's yeah. about that's about the only positive thing about him. Yeah, all right. Let's start off the Angels bats. I mean, Trout and Otani are expensive, but you can probably round out the stack with any number of other guys, or you can just go with one offs. I mean, Red Dode's a little bit too cheap at forty five hundred. Stasi's a little bit too cheap at forty three hundred in this environment, but it's an expensive stack. But I mean, I have no problem with playing Otani and Trout if you fit him in. Right. They finally they priced up Joe Adele. I think today he was twenty five hundred, and they finally got. They made him put 4,500. Uh, I'm typically the angels. I play as one-offs and wherever they fit. If Otani fits in the lineup, if Trout fits in the lineup, Walsh, Adele, Adele, Rendon, it's whatever it is. But do I stack these, this team up? I mean, it's just going to be hard. If you're not willing to play cheap pitching, it's going to be hard to stack. Any that's of why I played John places. Gray today. Yeah. Maybe that's why I play the blue Jay. If people are going to play John Gray as the cheap punt pitcher. Maybe that means I play the Blue Jays more as leverage against them. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what about the other side with Houston? I mean, same thing as I was. Our Brantley, I think, is a little bit too cheap. Uh, Bragman's probably a little bit too cheap. But, I mean, they're a solid stack. If you can fit them in, do it. All right, I'm trying to see where, where Pena is. 2,400. I mean, there's cheap enough hitters in there. Like, at a, at a weak shortstop position, playing Jeremy Pena, uh, assuming that's like seventh or eighth in the lineup, like you could fit, you could fit these guys in Maldonado. I mean, take two cheap bats of Chaz McCormick. Houston always like has that. a few cheap bats in there, right? And then you mix in the the expensive guys. I'm a, it's a lefty. I uh, the the Houston lefties are good against lefties. I never mind playing Kyle Tucker or Alvarez. Bradley doesn't have as much power, but like I, it's not the type of thing where it's like, oh no, you play Bregman, Altuve, and Guriel. It's like. I don't care about the Jordan Alvarez could jack the ball on any pitcher. And he's actually pretty decent against lefties anyway. So uh, maybe the ownership for, for guys like Tucker and Alvarez uh, go down. They're expensive, but uh, people may be afraid of that lefty lefty matchup. That probably doesn't matter against Detmers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the last game of the slate here. We got San Diego going up against Arizona. Linnea going up against Kelly. Nine and a half total here. Start off with Medea. I mean, I don't, I don't love the price tag, but I mean the second best hitter or the second price hitter, I guess. Uh, Arizona is Seth Beer, which why is he forty seven hundred? I don't, do not understand this. <laughs> who's but, who's Cooper Hummel? Who are these people? Are these uh, computer generated players? I have to assume so. Yeah, the yeah. bottom of this Diamondbacks lineup looks like ass. Yeah, it's not good. It is not it good. It makes the Oakland A's feel jealous. Yeah, I mean, they got Kendall Marte and Varsho. Uh, but that that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I still don't think I want to use Medea just because of the weather and his price tag. But, I mean, I won't argue with it, but I'd probably stay away. At 9,400 seems a little, a little pricey for him. Yeah, especially 90-degree weather. Uh, probably not playing Merrill Kelly, are you? I, I, I've had more success for Merrill Keller than most people. 
I mean, right. I, it, it's probably not a good idea when the pirate the, the Padres have a five run total, but he's he's, he's sixty two hundred. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather go John Gray. You say you still go with John Gray? Okay, so Merrill Kelly, it's a no go. I mean, unless John Gray's got to come in at like forty percent, then it'll just pivot to Kelly based on the numbers. But I mean, it's all, it's all based on ownership. If if John Gray's not going to come in highly owned, then I may lock him in and just just cross my fingers and hope he gets 10 points. Um, what are the San Diego bats? Uh, I, I love the San Diego bat. I think they're going to be the most owned team. Yep. On yep. the slate. I Only mean, that's one. one of the main reasons why if I'm going to play Kelly, why not play Kelly as leverage against the highest owned stack? Because uh, uh, I think the Padres are, are underpriced. I mean, Voight yeah. was 3,500 today. Now he's 4,000. Oh, well, he should be 5,000. Will Myers is only 3,800. Nola, who is leading off today, so maybe he leads at 3,500. Profar, 2,800. Maybe we get a C.J. Abrams start, 2,300. I mean, you could – Machado's the most expensive hitter at 5,200. Grissom, uh, probably bet higher in the order uh, against the righty, 4,300. Like, it's hard to not imagine the Padres being the highest on stack on the slate. Yeah, and I think it's probably worth it, to be honest. But uh, the Arizona side, I mean, I've Varshio's probably too cheap. I don't hate Christian Walker. David Peralta's cheap. Like, honestly, not a not a terrible vomit stack. Other than Seth Beer being 4,700 for something. Well, he's not even going to play. You know, I don't right. think he's projected to be in the starting lineup. But if he, even if he was, is, it, is he an import? Why, why is the beer so expensive then? Uh, the algorithm Basadi had a 444 average last year and like <laughs> 10 plate appearance I played appearances. Uh, I, I just thought that maybe they're just raising the price of beer in Arizona. Yeah. Did you know it has the cheapest beer of any stadium in the U S what that stadium? Yeah. At least that's how it was like when I went there five years ago, $4 beers. Well, that's, so. that's how much that beer should cost on DraftKings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, do you have any interest in Vomit Stack or no? It's not that much of a vomit. I mean, the bottom of the order is vomit, pure vomit. Yeah. Well, but, Christian Walker's not that expensive. Varsha's right. not that expensive. Peralta's not that expensive. Kelly's. But to pay like five of them? I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not doing the morning grind game because I, I, I need to go lay in my bed and die. So any last minute <laughs> thoughts before we get out of here? You're going to go lay in your bed and die. I mean, there's there's... Anytime I go to sleep, there's always a small possibility of that. I've not treated my body well over the last week. Well, if you're, t- if you're tuning in, I'll be on uh, Grinders Live for the, for the early slate. That'll be at 11.20 a.m. Eastern. And, fr- and, and remember, crunch time is free all season. So you don't even have to be a premium member. So it's Grinders Live into crunch time. You get Roth, you get uh, Cheese, you get whoever, you get me on Grinders Live, you get Dean, you get the grants there every once in a while, Kirkwood, whoever, whoever's there. Uh, so, so subscribe on YouTube and then check, check me out in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll have my live lock show. Give you, give you some picture props. Gotcha. I thought you're dying. How are you doing that show? If you're dying? I mean, I made it through the first two days of COVID. I didn't make it today, but my internet also went out because stupid Excel had to do construction to make our internet better. And so I was just with, sick in bed without internet for like three hours I'm like oh this this must be what purgatory is like am i dead is it going to be live locks tomorrow or deadlines 
I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think the worst of it's past me, knock on wood. But who knows? All right, Blender, it's been fun. We're out of here, guys. Thank you.